right, hello and welcome to the Accepted Podcast, a college admissions podcast for the savvy student. My name is Tyler Kusunoki. I am an admissions consultant working out of Tokyo with students from all over the world to help them achieve their college dreams. If you like what you're hearing and want to support this podcast, be sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your platform of choice. Subscribe and hit the bell icon for notifications to stay up to date. Please also leave us a rating. That really helps this podcast to reach more people. Also, please leave a comment. We love feedback here. I think it's essential as an educator to both receive and give feedback in equal measure. Feedback really helps us know what you want to listen to, what issues are most important to you as a parent or a student, and that helps me decide on the topic. So if you want to share your feedback and let us know how these podcasts are for you, let us know what you would want to know more, let us know questions you'd like to have answered, please do do so. All right. I'm going to read a quick one here from Mr. David. And this was a five-star review. Says a podcast that you cannot miss. Tyler is always spot on with his analyses on college applications and was a massive help to get me into my dream school. College applications are a multifaceted realm with many different puzzle pieces in the equation, ranging from high school APs to federal court cases. And Tyler knows it all. If you want to step up your game and get into the school of your dreams, listen to this. All right. Thanks, David, buddy. Uh, So yes, David is a former student of mine doing very, very well in university right now. Huge shout out to him. I'm glad that he is doing well. We still do keep in touch and I'm happy to hear that he is doing well and that he's listening. Hopefully some of the things that I'm talking about here are useful to you still, David, as you are continuing your journey in university. Okay, so today I wanted to talk a little bit about writing. I think it's been, as I brought up a few episodes ago when I first started coming back to podcasting, uh, that I had at the end of 2022, I had a wrestle with colon cancer. And since then, one of the things that I've been doing a lot uh, has been blogging, trying to track my recovery and track my thought process throughout. And that those experiences have kind of reiterated to me something that I think is really important for high school students to know and to start thinking about just because I also do think that the personal essay is one of those growing slices of the pie, one of those pieces of the pie that is going to be increasingly important as you go through it. But it also is just practically, if you are a better writer, you will save your parents a lot of money in terms of seeking outside help. You will save yourself a lot of time, a lot of stress when it comes to that summer leading up to applications. And I think one of those way, one of the ways of most effectively doing this is really taking some time to develop yourself as a writer. Okay, I do believe that the prompts are for college are going to become more creative in nature. I think that they are going to become more personal and directed in nature. Um, Stanford, for a long the, lo- the longest time, has had you write a, f- a note to your future roommate. Um, UPenn last year uh, asked you to write a thank you note to someone in your life that you are grateful for. You Chicago, notoriously, uh, if you are interested in the extreme of what a college prompt can be in terms of challenge, just look up the U Chicago essay prompts. They are super fun, but super stressful when you know that your chances of getting in are going to be to some degree determined by how you answer a prompt like find X. So Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about writing, and this is going to be important even if you're a STEM student, right? Even if you're planning on pursuing computer science, right? You still need to write these essays, and writing well doesn't happen over time. 
you all know this to be true. And writing well is even more challenging in a current world and environment where writing is not the norm, right? It's short text messages, it's a lot of slang, it's memes, right? If colleges change their application process to instead send us a meme that best demonstrates who you are, everyone would get into college, right? You'd all be experts at it. But because we are still kind of stuck in how we have done things in a long time, for a long time, you still need to be a good writer. Okay, so that's why it's important. That's why it's important to get started early so that you are not rushing late um, or trying to develop an essential skill in like three months. And I think that the other part is that as the interviews also become increasingly important, the writing will then shape your ability to respond well, right? Because writing is reflection. Writing is synthesis. Writing is giving yourself kind of tracking your progress in a way that allows you to look back and see how the different pieces combine. And that ability to reflect, to connect, to synthesize, and to create meaning out of that, that is wisdom, that is maturity, and and that is what colleges want to see. So baseline, obviously, journal. Right? This is something very simple. There is no external burden on this. It's just you and yourself and a pen and a notebook or the internet. Right? You can type it. That's fine too. Right? There's no, I, it doesn't matter. But I do think having a place where you are recording your thoughts is important. And especially now with media, with all the forms of media, the fact that we're all carrying around a supercomputer on our phone means that not only can you capture all of your thoughts in terms of writing, you can also capture them as a voice memo. You can capture them as a photo collage, right? Um, and think about it later. You can. There's so many different ways to um, notice a thing, a cool thing, or have an observation, have a difficult conversation, or have a challenging experience, and then immediately be able to reflect on it in whatever way suits you and whatever way you want to express yourself. So that's the first part: is using a journal as a way to be more intentional about how you are experiencing the world around you. A. Second of all, right, the reason a journal is helpful is that it keeps a log. Right, high schoolers. Your lives are super busy, super ridiculously busy. I have a a full-time job and I don't feel like I'm as busy as some of you are um, as high schoolers. And so I know that it can be uh, hard to sit down and journal, which is why I'm suggesting memo, photo, anything to just jot down thoughts that you've had. Because when it comes time to write these essays in kind of the summer between your junior and senior year, you're going to be asked to reflect all the way back to even middle school, right, on who you are. You'll probably have forgotten most of the things that actually are important to who you are because you've never had to think about it, because all because you also, in addition to writing these essays, you also have an SAT tomorrow, right? You have uh, internal assessments that you're working on and your extended essay that you're working on for your IB program, right? You've got research to do. You've got summer schools that you're attending. Where the heck is the time to think about how I got here? Being able to open up an app, flip open a notebook, pull up a Google Doc and be like, oh, okay, here is my path in photo form, in meme form, in brief word form. Here's my path, right? Is great for you and can be a helpful jolt to remind you of actually these were the small things that mattered to me because those small things are more likely to be uniquely your experience 
as opposed to that time in Habitat for Humanity where we went to Thailand and built a house. That's not going to work. That's not going to be that great of an essay, most likely. Okay, It's always going to be these small individual moments that become outsized in terms of their meaning for you specifically that are going to make your essay shine. So capture your thoughts. I don't really care how, right? If you are in the habit of posting something every day on Instagram, perfect, right? Do whatever to start actively, daily, regularly capturing your thoughts. Have a system to do it, okay? But now that you are more intentional about tracking your thoughts, you now actually need to write, okay? And I do believe that one of the best ways of forcing yourself to write is to make it a priority. If creative writing is something that you do off to the side, it will very quickly fall to the bottom of the totem pole, right? And so uh, join competitions, right? Do something that has accountability. Post a blog, right? So that you have a readership um, that is going to be going over your writing. Right? Do something to make sure that there is a deadline to this. Do it together. Do it with other people. Say, hey, you know, all of you, I want to I, all of, reach out to your friends. Say, hey, I'm going to join this uh, writing competition. Or, hey, I'm going to send something to this journal. Right? Let's all do it. Or talk to your teacher about kind of hosting an event. That can be great for even just your applications more generally. Create something that forces this style of writing that you're not going to really do. Right? Creative writing pretty much ends after freshman year, right? After that, you're going into analytical writing, research writing, informative writing, persuasive writing. Creative writing very kind of quickly finds a backseat, and I think that's awful. So creative nonfiction, which is what your essays ultimately are, is a very important skill set for you to continue to develop, right? And I would encourage you to find ways to do that. And one of those ways is making sure that you have a deadline, making sure something is at stake, right? Other than you feeling slightly bad about yourself before you go off to your next task, right? And so um, that is one way. Join a competition, join it with friends, right? Join it with friends and or initiate something at your school, right? Where... Um, where all of your classmates will be incentivized because they all want to get into good universities too. You're not alone in this. So something that will build their resumes is going to be helpful for them also, right? So that's the value that you can add, but find the accountability to make sure that you're getting it done. Okay. Um, and then probably most importantly, right? Well, there's another piece that's pretty essential too, but probably most importantly out of all of this, um, in addition to writing, is read more. Um, read autobiographies, read biographies, read creative nonfiction, read fiction even, read how good writers write. So much of your writing will improve just by reading good writers. Right? And it doesn't even need to be them talking about themselves. It can be about anything. Right? But reading good, funny creative writing will allow you just by osmosis start to develop a knack for that type of communication a knack for puns for being for for plays on words for um phrasing right for how a sentence sounds when it's read out loud all of these things are important parts of your craft, right? Creative writing at the end of the day is a craft. And it is still stunning to me on some level that colleges 
kind of expect a high school student to all of a sudden when their curriculum doesn't shape this at all, right? To all of a sudden demand that you put together 600 words that capture an essential moment in your life and capture it well with an authentic voice, but also be creative, funny, have structure, have a point, be wise. It's kind of ridiculous, but it also is what is necessary, right? Raging against the machine doesn't do anything. You need the machine to give you, to accept you, right? Because the machine is Harvard, is Yale, is Stanford, is Northwestern, is wherever, right? And so a big part of this is reading more. And um, obviously pick books that are of interest to you. You will get through them more effectively. You will be in, so you will be motivated to read them, right? Pick books that um, are of a subject that is interesting to you. Find figures in the field uh, that are have interesting experiences and then read about them. Uh, there are a lot of college essay prompts that ask you, right, if you could have one person and have an hour of conversation with them, who would that be? If you could go back to a moment of time in history, where would you go and why? Right? Um, if you could bring in a guest speaker to talk on a subject, who would you bring in? What would they talk about? And why is that your choice? No people, right? Um, and this can be one of the, like, Everything that you do right now, as far as college preparation as a high school student, being efficient means doing things that are going to prepare you for for multiple things. And so if you're interested in material science, which I have a lot of kids who are interested in material science, right? Reading up about pioneers in the material science field, right? Expands my knowledge of material science, right? Shows me good writing that I can incorporate into my own writing, right? Um, gives me a person to talk about when I have those particular prompts, right? And shows me a pathway to success, right? Expands my mind, shows me what is possible in the field, right? And so just reading one book now serves multiple purposes, right? And it'll probably improve your AP English grade too. So you always want to be intentional and find the things that, where the knowledge that you gain from that particular experience is going to serve multiple functions, right? As opposed to kind of not thinking and engaging with the thing that is shiniest right now, which everyone has a tendency to do. I encourage you to pause, right? And really think about what are all the benefits of pursuing this one thing? Reading a book has many benefits, right? And so take your time, curate, choose, select, get recommendations from your English teacher, right? Or recommendations from your science teacher, they read. They all read, right? Get recommendations and therefore build that relationship that can maybe turn into a good rec. Again, always do things that have multiple in terms of value. And that can all be helpful for you, all right? So journal, I don't care how. Record your thoughts and your experiences some way. Voice memo, photos, videos, Google Doc, doesn't matter, right? Create accountability for yourself. Force yourself, put yourself into, commit to things that are going to force you to write. Whether that be joining a competition, creating creating your own competitions, right? Creating a literary journal, right? Having some sort of peer sit to everyone sit down and write session where everyone just sits and writes for an hour. Whatever it is, find the system and the structure that is going to make sure you're putting pen to paper or fingers to keyboard to write. Right? And then read a ton. 
right? Read a ton, read intentionally, right? Read things that are of value to you, right? Um, beyond just the inherent reading of itself, right? Which is naturally just beneficial on its own, right? But subject area, content, style, right? How you go about procuring that reading list, all of these things can be multifaceted in terms of the benefits that they bring to your life and to your application, right? Be intentional about it, okay? And the final piece that I think is after, if you are able to do all of these things, right? Uh, the final piece that I would say is probably one of the more important pieces is feedback. Find someone you trust to be honest with you with their feedback, preferably honestly, someone who doesn't know you that well. So it's a hard balance, right? How do you find someone that you trust with their feedback, but you also don't know that well? And this can be a different English teacher. This can be a, um, this can be, you know, a friend of an older sibling, right? But find someone who you trust to give you honest, brutal, critical, informed feedback, right? Um, because at the end of the day, the person who reads your application essay is going to be a stranger, right? They will not know you. They will basically at this point maybe have only seen your grades, right? You need to be able to leave an impression, right? And feedback is one of the best ways for you to learn very quickly how to become a better writer. But if the feedback that is being given to you is coming from an unreliable source, is coming from someone who doesn't know what it takes to get into a good university, who doesn't know the types of essays that are successful, or who also just isn't familiar with good writing, right? then that's not inherently going to be as valuable. That's why we have a whole essay division here. That's why it's such an important part of the process is that feedback is saying, hey, why don't you exchange this word for that word? Let's play around with the structure, right? Maybe introduce, use a semicolon here. All of these small different things can change the framing of you, which is ultimately what the college essay is going to be. And so find the people in your life. Don't get too many. Too many cooks in the kitchen is also problematic because you'll have different people telling you different things. Find the people in your life who you trust to give you critical, honest, but helpful feedback that will improve you as a writer. That's going to be how you improve the fastest, right? Is by being vulnerable, taking some creative risks, right? And putting yourself out there and letting someone give you all the feedback that you want right? and that you need. Okay. And so those are kind of the baseline things. And I would encourage you to start as early as possible, right? This is not anything that has a deadline, right? This is not anything where there's an application window, right? But there's no, no such thing as being too young to read. There's no such thing as being too young to start recording your thoughts. There's no such thing as being too young to seek out feedback, right? You can do all of these things. You do need to be intentional about it. You need to need to find the time to do it, which is why I suggested leveraging peer pressure, that a whole idea of accountability. But I cannot stress how important being able to have some degree of mastery over effective creative communication, but also over who you are and how you came to be who you are, that 
will help you so much, not just in terms of the application essay and the application interview. It will also help you with your college search. Knowing who you are and what you want to study and how you study well will help with your college selection. It will help with your career and your major selection. Right? There are so many benefits to taking the time to pause, and so few of you have that time. Right? But it's not because that time doesn't exist. Right? And here's where I get to go on my old man. Right? It's because that time is being spent on TikTok. It's because that time is spent passively engaging with the world around you as opposed to actively engaging and noting and recording and reflecting with the world around you, right? Um, I think all high schoolers, teenagers, adults, it doesn't matter. We're all a little bit hedonistic, right? We all kind of move from pleasure to pleasure right? because it's dopamine, it's exciting. We hate being bored, right? We hate hard work. The sooner you get over that, the better. Because the essays are a mammoth to take on if you are coming to the table not knowing who you are, not knowing how you came to be who you are, and not knowing who you want to be. All of these things can start now. And I would encourage you to start as soon as possible. That's it. Okay, thanks for listening to the Accepted Podcast. Again, my name is Tyler Kusinoki. We hope you enjoyed today's topic on getting the ball started with writing. Join us next week for more on the complex world of college admissions. If you like what you're hearing and want to support this podcast, please, please be sure to leave us a rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your platform of choice. Subscribe and hit the bell icon for notifications to stay up to date as well. We do also regularly host events, both in person and online. So if you're interested in attending free info sessions with me and real admissions officers, do check us out at tokyoacademics.com slash events. That is tokyoacademics.com slash events. That's it for today. And remember, the key to getting in is getting ready. Thank you.